time i've been talking for like two minutes and i thought that i was recording but i wasn't but i'm so excited honestly because this whole week i've had less pressure thinking about okay i have to go and aspire to aspire i have to be profound i've just been thinking oh my god what gist am i going to give them this week (laughs) isn't that awesome to just be like what gist are we gisting this week which i do have really really nice gist this week However, before I begin, I wanted to challenge myself this year to start speaking more eloquently. And one of the ways I plan on doing that is to remove flowers from my vocabulary. I also plan on pausing between sentences to make sure that I'm catching my breath and I'm thinking properly before saying like a filler word. Oh, I've already said like. But we're starting with this episode, Shah. I'm going to be trying my possible best to remove flowers from my vocabulary. I've said it on Twitter. I think I tweeted, I even posted about it on TikTok. So I do need to make sure I'm being very cognizant of that. Anyways, oh, also, hi, Tala. My friend Tala listened to my podcast last week and she called me, was like, this gist that you gave them on your podcast why have you never given me before about your first love and i was like girl <laughs> there's more just where that came from please oh i'm so excited but no i'm so excited to actually have my friends um ah oh god i'm so excited to have people listen to the podcast and just like connect anyways today's gist is kind of something that has been on my chest for a while now okay and last year i talked about it with so many people not necessarily i didn't give them this gist in particular just surrounding this topic and i even remember when i was writing notes for my podcast this year i planned on speaking about this topic but in sort of like an inspiring what i learned way now i don't give a shit i just want to gist you guys okay this week's topic is friendship breakup And I feel like for me to be able to talk about the present friendship breakups I'm experiencing and what I'm taking from them, I have to go to the genesis of my friendship breakup, like the origin story of my friendship breakup and just like walk you guys down memory lane because it's really interesting. There's not a lot to say about primary school and friendship heartbreak from primary school. In fact, I barely even remember my friendships from primary school. I can't really remember the people that I was super tight with. I can't remember what our relationship seemed like because it was such a long time ago. I do remember, you know, my friends like Halima, uh, Amira, I remember because I still keep in touch with them till today, especially Amira. I think Amira is the closest person in my life from primary school, but I can't remember us having any issues back in primary school. I remember I was super close to this girl, Rashida. Everybody said that we looked like twins. I can't remember us ever having any issues. So I, I would just skip over primary school truly and move on to high school because that is where things are getting really, really sticky and messy. I also feel like to be able to give you this gist in full form, I need to give a couple context, okay? Context number one. I grew up in Lagos. I lived all my life in Lagos. Well, till when I grew up and had to live in Abuja with my friend for a while and then live with my dad. But for the most part, for the purpose of this story, we're going with the fact that I lived in Lagos. 
and my dad was living in Oshun State because he works with police force, so he had to like you know be stationed across the country. At that time, when I was getting into high school, he was living in Oshun State, so we were going to school in Oshun State to be closer to him. Right, take that. Every semester, we would travel down from Lagos to Oshun State to school. Second context I need to give is that my elder brother was already in school at this time when me and my twin sister got into high school. So we kind of had unfair advantage because his classmates were super nice to us. Teachers who already knew my mom were super nice to us. You know, all of that jazz. Third context is that in high school, I was overall best student in my class every single term. And if you're overall best student in your class every single term the whole year, you get scholarship for the next year. So that means when I got in in GSS 1, I was best overall student term 1, term 2, term 3. And so in GSS 2, I didn't pay any school fees. And that was how it kind of went until my last term in school. Like I never paid school fees. You know, now that I actually think about this story, it's pissing me off even more. Because when I was growing up, and this is between me and my family members, I don't know if I should be airing my family members' business out here, but I will because who's going to check me? You guys, when I got my scholarship, my dad was so kind that he was like, okay, because you earned the scholarship, because you were the best graduating student in your class every term, here's what we're going to do. Every school fees that I don't get to pay for your education, I will credit you, like, I will give you that money for you to do anything you want to do with it. However, I won't give you that money until you're ready for university. When you get your admission into university, any university you're going to, I will give you that money. My school fees at the term part time was, like, 30, 40K. I think at some point, maybe it went up to 50K. Do you believe when I was graduating from grace international college that's my high school and in my head i don't owe my calculation please help us Let, let's even say minimum was 30k per term right times three that's 90k and it was just as one two three four five six uh you know it says one two six years 30k times 18 because 30 times three 90 times six wasn't was 90 times six Five five hundred forty thousand naira. That is the barest minimum I feel like because at some point it went up to fifty k. So, but let's just say it's thirty grand, right? Can you guys believe that my stepmom was in charge of keeping this money and paying my school fees? This lady was like, "Oh yeah, um, something must have happened along the line. She wasn't really keeping record that it was that much money, and she you know she doesn't have that much. Like basically." She couldn't come up with a dime for me. <laughs> you guys. And now, now that I'm thinking about it, honestly, because one of my, like, I've actually never communicated how hurtful that was to me back then, which when I see my dad in March, I'll bring this back up again because that is one of the most painful things. Imagine just going through your entire secondary school feeling and being motivated to do constant work because you feel like something is waiting for you on the other end and it was for nothing. But you know what? That is not the point of this gist. Maybe another time. Another time I'll give you guys this gist. Another time. Let me get back into this. So context, context, context. I was 
the best student in my class and I was on scholarship all through secondary school. Now, whenever I think I was like in GSS 2 or GSS 3, I can't really remember what it was. There was a new girl that came to school and she became my closest friend. She ironically also lived in Lagos. I was always first in class and she was second. We had a lot of similarities, I will say. We were very bubbly characters. Like, we had lots of similarities. Even one of our similarities also, both, both of us like to farm we're the coolest girls on campus, okay? Both of us like to farm. I'm cooler than you, whatever. I'm cool as shit. I'm not going to deny that. Um, And she also was very cool. She, though, was more, I think, personable because she had all this movies that she used to watch and she used to give all of us like gist like she would sit us down when maybe there was no light or we were on the field she was very likable i'm not even going to lie she was very she was able to get people to be on her side in anything if i'm if i'm going to be honest like i have to give her that okay she was able to get anybody to be on her side. she just had that thing about her where she was able to get anybody to be on her side me on the other hand people did like me but I had bounds, like I was very strict. And it's funny because I think about it till now, I'm still pretty strict. Like I'm very friendly and I make friends and everybody loves me. But once it comes to like my boundaries and like, like being like, okay, you can't cross that boundary. I'm very strict in that aspect. So in addition to that, I feel like back in high school, I might have not also known how to deal with like my anger issues. If I'm being completely honest i don't think i knew how to like deal with my anger issues then coupled with the fact that i was very sensitive so if you do something to me i'm upset about it immediately and my go-to technique for proving that i'm upset with you is just to give you silent treatment now as an adult i'm way better you know i'll call you talk to you about it let's have a conversation back then as a child i'll just switch up and just be like you know what fuck it like you 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 want to be stupid fine piss out like i'm not going to say anything to you and just give you silent treatment no matter like how much you ask or whatever it's just silent treatment i can't remember if it was ss2 or ss3 but at some point in high school i don't know if you guys had this in your school as well you have to stay behind after everyone else leaves to prep for white knuckle and all of that jam whatever you have to stay behind so it was me and all of my classmates right now the thing is there was a boy in my class who we were in this silent love affair like we literally sat in front of each other like i sat in front of him and i had such a huge crush on him and i think he liked me too we ended up dating i spoke about him on the previous episode but we ended up dating but for the whole time like the whole ss3 i think from ss1 even to ss3 i knew that he liked me I could feel that he liked me, but he just never acted on me. He was always even mean to me in some capacity, but I just really, really liked him. And coincidentally, the girl that I was speaking about recently, the girl that came in my Jesus to whom me and um, her became close friends, she was his cousin, okay? So there was this whole thing where sometimes we'll be in the room chilling, I mean, us girls, and she would come on and say things like, trying to make me feel bad like if we fought for instance she tries to make me feel bad and say oh i think my cousin likes so 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 he she'll mention another person's name and i'm just like girl <laughs> we know that man don't like that girl we know your cousin they will like you whatever 
So there was that. I feel like I've given so many contexts now. Anyways, I just remember that on our first day of WIAC, right? We had our sitting arrangement and it was arranged per, I think, your last name or your first name. I can't remember which one it was. But thankfully, God bless that my twin sister was right behind me. My This guy that I really liked was right in front of me, I believe. And I just remember, you know, I don't know if I'm implicating myself here, but you have to share things during exams, during Waikaneko. Like, they allowed us to share things. And as the best student, I kind of was in charge of making sure that I had my answers. And I was, let me tell you something. I'm so good at math. Jesus Christ. Even till today, I'm amazed at how good I was at mathematics. And I enjoyed it thoroughly. Like, it was something I really enjoyed. So, I remember on WIAC, our first paper was mathematics. And I finished my paper in, like, 30 minutes or so. I wrote down my answers and I passed it forward to the guy, right? Because he was the one in front of me. He had that responsibility to pass it to everyone else. Of course, I sorted my sister out. Me and my sister already made sure that we were sorted out and i passed it to him now it's his responsibility to pass it to everyone else in class that one do it at the such that that not concern me we finished the exam and they're like the girls have like a clique and oh another context i forgot to give was my class was very small it was 24 of us i believe it was six eight, eight girls and 16 boys or maybe it was 16 boys 16 girls but it was like uh odd number like a very very even odd number we finished the exam of course i finished first i already went into my room and then i just noticed that there were clicks i'm like okay what is going on why are they clicks next thing i know i go into my room and the girls are upset with me because something about me not passing it to the girls and i pass it to the boy first and i'm like wait are we kidding like how is that you want me to be throwing paper like <laughs> what like how we are we joking right here meanwhile there was another girl that was very like oh my god thank you she was able to get like because you have to write like multiple ones and i believe i did like three papers and just passed all three so again i'm not in, like i can't tell you how it's going to be passed around i did my own part by sending th that paper out Jenna, so like, hey god if i'm implicating myself in this thing <laughs> If I'm implicating myself, this is actually going to be serious. But anyways, I just remember them arguing and I think Zena, my sister, came to defend me. Like, what do you want her to do? What should she have done? Even the guys, the boys were like, what should she have done? You know, yada, yada, yada. And, but me, I was just like, fuck it. I went into my room to concern me. If you like, you can't come and beat me. Plus, in my mind, I had the advantage. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I had the advantage. It wasn't like I needed, in, in my head, I didn't really need them. So I also didn't feel like I needed to explain myself or what I did. Do you understand what I'm saying? So we go into the room. Obviously, this girl speaks with me. I don't know what she's told the other girls. I just remember coming back into my room at night and everybody was like super cold to me, of course, except Zainab. And I was like, okay, maybe maybe it will die off. Maybe it will die off. Maybe they'll talk to me after like mm, maybe an hour or whatever. Girl, they didn't talk to me. Day one, they didn't talk to me. Day two, they didn't talk to me. Remember also, we're writing exams. So mentally, I'm stressed because I'm supposed to be reading and studying with my friends. Thankfully, I'm one of those people who likes to read by myself. 
um i don't even read a lot if i'm being honest i'm a very i'm a visual learner so if i just like visualize things it stays in my brain so i don't be reading a lot and in my head i'm like what is wrong with this girls they realize that we're writing exams together we have this elaborate plan to help each other during exams and now you guys are not talking to me what the hell is going on so i'm like okay all right short thing I still had to do my part though because it wasn't just, again, because it wasn't an easy distribution of the resource. Like it wasn't like I'm sending it to one person. No matter who I send it to, they have the responsibility of sending it to the whole class. So I couldn't even be like, fuck it, I'm not even teaching anybody. Do you understand what I'm saying? I couldn't even do that. The only part was of it was I couldn't study with my classmates. So thankfully I was studying with Zainab. Also, we used to always eat together. So I couldn't even eat with my classmates because they weren't talking to me. And when I keep saying my classmates, I mean the girls. I couldn't stay in our room because all of my classmate girls were not talking. I'm not even joking. I, I know it feels like an exaggeration when I tell you that all of my classmate girls, I believe it was eight of them, none of them was speaking to me. We would be eating on the dining table together because we all ate together. None of them is speaking to me and they're gossiping about me, saying things like, oh, you know, she thinks that she's the world because, you know, they live in Lagos. That's where the Lagos part came in. Oh, she thinks that they live, she's she's the world because, you know, her father has money because they live in Lagos. I have to add here that they have all apologized to me individually. We have moved past it it's since high school. I don't hold any grudge again towards them. I, I hope that they don't hold any grudge again towards me. It's just me relieving what happened then. I remember at some point, I even had to move out of our room because all of us SS3 girls were staying in the same room. I had to move out of our room and go to SS2 girls' room, which I love those girls till days. I don't keep in touch with them as much because, you know, we all went different paths. But I say, like, showering in the bathroom. I say sleeping in their room. They, like, they accommodated me. They would bring my food to me every single time. I didn't have to go to the dining table anymore because it was not conducive for me and i just remember it was such hell and zainab kept on telling me zainab my sister kept on telling me someone all you have to do is apologize i was like fuck no i'm not apologize what do you mean by apologize for what if you're not communicating your transgressions towards me more so this transgression is i gave the boys expo before i gave the girls expo like i'm not in charge of how we sit how I, like do you know what i'm saying like i'm not in charge of how we see it and really that was it like the whole semester i believe the whole semester and ran into like the the holiday break they didn't speak to me all of my classmates and i just remember being so heartbroken by that that for me was a shift in my brain where i was just like friends are very very disposable like is it disposable or indispensable i don't i can't i'm not really sure what that word is what i'm trying to say though is that for me right then and there in that ss3 it felt like imagine your entire class not talking to you for something as simple as oh you're not passing paper to them when because one person convinced them that you didn't pass paper to her remember also that's why i provided context of me and her where she was always like second in class i was first so it felt like there was even a competition there and imagine just turning my entire girl squad against me i think for me that really just changed something in my brain where i'm just like at the end of the day i'll always because zainab i'll always have my sister 
at the end of the day, Zaina was the only friend I had all through my SS3, my, like my last year in school. Zainab and Dayo, my, my younger sister, were the only friends that I had in school. And it was just, it was mind blowing, but it was always, it was also like eye opening where I just stopped really, really, I won't say depending on friends, but I just really stopped like holding things tight to my chest. Like in my head, it was like anybody can leave at any time. Anybody can just decide not to want to be your friend at any time and they'll be perfectly okay with it. That also was a time when I stopped like explaining myself to other people. Like if you come to me now and you tell me that, oh, why are you not talking to so and so person anymore? 100% of the time, I'll probably tell you, uh, whatever they told you, that's it. Like, there's no point in me defending myself. There's no point in me defending myself. There's no point in me telling you my side of the story because whatever you're going to believe, whoever has come to you first is who you're most likely to believe or side with. At least that's how it was back then. And that's kind of how, like, I've just, like, continued to, like, run with things. So... Really, that is the genesis of my friendship heartbreak. It was very heartbreaking. At the time, I didn't really consider it as a heartbreak. I just know it was painful. It was like bullying. I wouldn't even think that it was bullying. Maybe Zena would categorize it as bullying. I was just maybe I was just too stubborn to even see it as bullying. Like me. They're bullying me. A whole me. <laughs> I never really saw it as bullying until after our exams, after WIAC results came out, one of my classmates, girl, she called me and she was like, hey, she just wanted to tell me that she was really sorry. Actually, me and her namesakes, that's the only other person I know. that. Oh, I know another Salmat, never mind. But she called me and she was like, she's really sorry about how everything went down when we went SS3 and that she really appreciates that even though the conversation was that I didn't share any of the expo with the girls. It got to her, it got to her and she actually did get an A only because of me. And she was very grateful. Like, you know, and I cried. Like I was like, thank you so much for acknowledging what you did. Thank you so much for acknowledging the result that I was able to help you, you know, thank you. So I think for me, even if the rest of them didn't individually say anything to me, that would have just like been perfect for me. However, the rest of them did reach out to me like in separate forms though. So one person who say something here, one person who like text me here. The main culprit though, the girl that we were best friends, I can't even remember how we settled. I think it was when we went back for, you know, end of the year party and all of those things. I think I can't, exactly remember we all had phones on us and i think somebody must have called me i think she must have called me and said you know now that we're finished with our exams she really like for us to squash this and just like be friends back you know this is the end of the road um we shouldn't be leaving on bad terms i i can't remember i i have to believe that that was what it was or maybe i reached out i really can't remember i just i remember that the issue was resolved and we had like a great party all of us and then i remember after she now dated my brother i said that's why the girl apologized that's why she apologized because she wanted to date my brother can you imagine can you actually imagine but that was it. Honestly, oh my God, this is bringing so much memories back to me. This is how I remember it, honestly. And I'll actually send this podcast to Zainab, this episode to Zainab, to see if Zainab remembers any differently than I do. Because she was present through every... This is... It's been 20 minutes. 
I think this is the end of the gist. I don't want to bore you guys too much. Like, it, that's how I experienced my first heartbreak. I will say, shout out to the boys in my class, especially Rashid, Saheed. Those boys, they were there for me the whole time. Like, they were my friends when I didn't have friends. I would literally go into our mosque and sleep and cry in our mosque because I was just like, what is going on? But listen, tough skin. My skin is now like crocodile skin now because I'm just like, okay, anything can happen anytime and life will just continue. But that was it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Last week when I said that you can leave me feedback, so my friend was like, how do we leave feedback? There is a comment section that you can actually leave feedback if you wanted to. It doesn't have to be like any specific thing. It doesn't, again, it could just be anything, you know, just chit chat through like the whole gist, questions that you have, anything. I feel like I should give you guys a sneak peek of what the gist for next week is. But no, 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 no. I want you to anticipate. Okay? Anticipate. (laughs) Anyways, happy Friday. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye.